I'm frustrated. I'm I'm hurt. I'm embarrassed, and I'm I'm kind of pissed off, Tyson. What 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 happened? What a game! The, uh, the Utah Jazz need to pull their heads out and play some basketball, and not just the players, but the staffing, the coaching. There's everything's wrong on every level right now, and I hope the fans are. Whew, patient. <laughs> I feel like we got to do some kind of intro. Sorry about the intro music. I feel like it didn't really reflect my emotion right now. Fair should, should we just should we play it? Just remind them. Just remind them. Thank you guys for tuning into Jazz Beats. Right. We really appreciate you here, especially on a day like today, because I don't know day. how much I would be excited about going and listening to people. I don't know what a hangover is like, but I assume this is it. <laughs> I assume that after last night, this is how everybody feels. Like they just had the worst night of their life. It was rough. It was it was painful. It was like, you know, that knot in your stomach you right. get when you... When you lose to the worst team in the playoffs. Right. I was going to go like you eat like chili cheese fries oh, right. and yeah. go on a road trip. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> it's like, no. Maybe that's a different knot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, man. I don't even know where to start. I'm kind of dreading this right just because it's 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 not fun right I, so i was at the game uh last night okay so just just a re- real recap recap everybody knows the jazz just lost to the memphis grizzlies who are the worst team in the world and the jazz <laughs> are the best team in the world and we look on paper disgusting it's true and uh i'm very disappointed in the jazz very disappointed but being at the arena i can tell you so were the fans. Everybody could. Everybody was frustrated. Everybody was frustrated. And what I what I'm upset about is many things. But one is I don't think the players were were frustrated. Yeah, I, I didn't see enough frustration out of the players on their performance. Clarkson was kind of beating himself up a little bit playing Good. his own mental game, but not enough to dig deep and say I'm gonna keep shooting. I don't know. As soon as if you're a defender and you know your offense has already lost their confidence. All right, that's one step ahead of them you've already got because they stopped shooting the ball. Remember, Donovan would always just keep shooting the ball. That that wasn't happening with the Jazz. There's three types of players to me that come how they react to a loss. Okay, there's those that that could give a crap. They they don't care. Win lose. I'm I'm playing. I'm getting paid. Whatever. The guys that are like mopey and sad and like oh poor me. And then there's the guys that are pissed off. And you're you're telling me you didn't see enough enough anger. From the players after the game. I, I, I didn't. I didn't see any. Well, and I, in fact, the whole game, I didn't see any urgency until about two minutes and 38 seconds left of the entire game. Now, if we'd have played like we did the last two and a half minutes of the game, we could have had a fighting chance to win that. But, I mean, we, it, we were just too relaxed. Just not enough intensity for a playoff game. We looked, and again, I'm not in, in the players' heads, but from a, from a fan's perspective, watching from home, we looked like a bunch of old veterans that are just kind of prima donnas think we're, 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 we've made it. We have the best record in the league. We can walk through it and teams are just going to crumble under our feet without us batting an eye. And that's what it looked like. We were soft. We were flopping all over the place, Rudy. And, and we were not, we were blaming refs and officials. It was like, it was like everyone else's issue that we're losing the game. Like, where can we point a finger and say, well, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, whether it's our other players or the right, other team. Right, it's right. like, it's like we, we belong here. We, we earned this. And we are the first seed. Yeah. Can I kind of say, you said we're the first seed. I got looking a little bit and it's been a long time. I don't mean this bad on our team. Our team is amazing, but 
we might be one of the worst teams with the best record in the league in recent how, how history. How did you come to that conclusion? What, what, what puts us in that category? Just looking at uh, their other teams that have finished the best in the league and looking at their players and their attitude. I don't know. Especially with no Mitchell, which really hurts us and it shows. Um, but but we don't have the star caliber. We don't have the um, playoff experience and, and proof that we've been that good. Um, we don't have any of that. We're, we're still... We're still not there, obviously. And I know this is one game, and I'm, I'm just ranting and raving about one game. You're right. But it's frustrating. People are going to tell us we're reading too much into this one loss, but I, I think they're wrong. I think they're wrong. I think that this is like the facade falling off of a mask, and we're seeing the, tr- the Jazz true colors here, and I'm a little bit frustrated. I felt like the Grizzlies wanted the game more. They wanted to win the game more, and so they deserve to win. The Jazz didn't care enough to play hard, to dig deep, long enough through the game and endure the game, what it takes to win. They just didn't put in, and they don't get out. That's just that's just plain and simple. I, I could tell that the Jazz were going to lose. We did not have an answer for them on the offense. We did not have an answer for them on the defense. And you can say the Jazz shot terrible. Damn right they did. And you want to know why? Because the Grizzlies' defense was all over us, all up in our face. They would Even our open shots, we were just so surprised to get them finally that we would just choke under pressure. Again, the confidence thing. Shoot the ball. Good on the Grizzlies for the win. Okay, uh, You have to give them to that. You can't just say it was because the Jazz sucked at shooting. The Grizzlies won the game. Remember that interview with uh, Russell Westbrook when they're like, hey, did the Jazz win tonight or did you lose? And he's like, what? <laughs> Do you remember? Like, it's all making sense to you like, now. <laughs> he's like, what the? You whack or something like that. I can't remember what he says, but the Jazz, the Grizzlies won the game last night. They forced the win, and the Jazz didn't do anything about it. Yeah, I think it, it goes both ways. The Jazz lost. They they dug themselves a hole. They didn't show up to play. And also, the Grizzlies freaking are in tack mode. They've been playing. The announcer said it. You were at the game, so you didn't get to hear this. The The TNT announcer said um, they kept going on rest versus rust, like, like having some extra days off and having the first seed and being able to maybe go as far as coast the last – 20 games without our best player right. and we still get the first seed is it dangerous is it a bad thing is what you're saying maybe oh, okay. but then you look at memphis who was the ninth seed f- uh, fighting for the playoffs fighting to stay out of the 11th seed which right. they weren't that far right. off and the last 10 games of the season for them it was must win games absolutely and that's what the announcers talked about they said they have been ready to go in playoff mode for over a month now right and we're just learning about it and, yeah. and the word you said you dropped the f-bomb by the way there fighting fighting you said they were fighting to get in the playoffs then fighting to not be eliminated and now they're fighting and the jazz are not so that's what's going to be different you can't just show up to a gunshot gun show with a knife or you know a slingshot ain't gonna work jazz gotta pull their head out man so mad this is the 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 memphis grizzlies are the youngest team in the playoffs the last 10 years there's not been a younger team in the playoffs for 10 years and if they want it bad enough, I'm going to say it right now. If they want it more than the Jazz, if the Jazz do not decide they want it more than the Grizzlies, the, the Grizzlies can win us. They can take the series. Especially if we hold back our ace in the hole. But before we get to that, <laughs> um, the, the thing about young guys is um, players usually get more mature when they're older. They get a little bit more intelligent. They get more basketball mental ability as they get older. Fair enough. But for young guys, they don't haven't developed that yet. So they think 
the sky's the limit. Right. They don't know any better. They don't know playoffs yet. They don't know how good you have to be to be in the playoffs. So they're just playing hard right. and they're just playing to win. They're fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting, and that's scary to give them a win on the first game in the playoffs. Right. Because now they've tasted it, and they've smelt it, and now they're going to get it again. I can tell you, they were pumped up. The way that they were rallying up. Oh, man. The trash talk to the crowd from the Grizzlies, intense. They they have a lot of attitude, and, it, it's, and that's what's taken them as far as they are. I really believe that. I don't think that there's a – the lineup is better than the Utah Jazz. I just think no. it's the attitude and, and the, the mindset. No. When you got one one guy, you mentioned this, we talked earlier, um, Dylan Brooks was right. talking to the crowd and just and just mean mugging everybody. Right. When one guy can do that to 13,000 people in an arena and pull it off, right? there's something to be said. Yeah, I mean, he was trash talking in sections at a time and, and, <laughs> and winning and winning the trash talk. Like, I'm still intimidated by him right now. I don't like the guy. No, don't want him. I, I, I think he's an a-hole. That's my opinion on Brooks. Dylan Brooks, a-hole. A-hole of the year. Dash Tyson. That's yes. what Tyson said. Yeah. You, quote, you can quote <laughs> me on that all day long. Put him on the show. Um, the Grizzlies were fantastic. Like we said, they played hard. They got every loose ball. They, they went after it. They out-rebounded us. Um, they're a team that really punches you in the face. You know, they, they go after it. They're physical. They don't play around the perimeter too much. They right, just strange. get in the yeah. paint and shove it down your throat. And it was brutal to watch. How, how did the stats look? I mean, um, we, we saw the game, but what, what were the numbers saying? The big one is we shot 25% from three, but again, I don't, like you said, I don't think that was us. You've got to give the credit to the defense on yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies. And now that's our second worst three-point shooting percentage the year, for this season. I take it back. We out-rebounded them. They had more offensive rebounds. Um, the turnover situation was was awful. Crazy. I think we had 12 turnovers at halftime, which is not I'm, the Jazz. I'm pretty sure that was our first play turnover. Yeah, and the first play of the second half as well. Right, right. That yep. was what we co- we drew up at halftime. Um, points in the paint was crazy. They had sixty two points in the paint. Wow. Telling you they don't they don't stand around and, and and play this unaggressive, unphysical basketball by shooting threes. Wow, they get after it. So. Sixty two points in the paint. That's a lot considering the, the whole score was one twelve. Right. One twelve. That's yeah. I mean, the majority of their points. Um, the other elephant you mentioned withholding our ace. Right. What do you mean? Well, just run with it. Initially, I thought Donovan Mitchell was going to play in the game today, uh, uh, Sunday, and I think that fans were too, and I think that he did as well. And I almost thought that the Jazz would lose with Donovan's first game back, and it's a worry to me that we still have to get him back in the in you know back in the rotation and back in the groove. We could still lose the next game. The next game, Donovan Mitchell get, comes back in, but to me, it's all corrupt. I'm I'm mad at the Jazz. I'm just so mad, and I and Donovan. I have to I have to put some of the blame on Donovan. That's just the way it is. And I know you disagree with that. So until you, you tell us that, here's what happened. Um, he's been practicing since Wednesday. Wednesday was his first full practice. Um, Sunday rolls around. They ha- he's he's available for the game. He's not on the injury report. Not on the injury report. Right. They have no their shoot around. According to the media and Donovan and whoever, all went well. He said he's he's feeling great. He's excited to play. He went out and tweeted saying he's playing, and then about three o'clock, yeah, about yeah, two and a half, couple hours before the game, just a few hours before the game, no notice, no warning. Donovan's out, not going to play. 
I don't I don't know. I don't get it. The Jazz sold out the tickets, and then they announced that, that Donovan wasn't going to play so they could get their money worth. Now, is I, that a true feeling right I, there? I want 20% back on my ticket since the starting lineup wasn't there, and he was promised he was going to be there. Now, the Utah Jets, this is dirty. This is some bull crap, okay? They, they, they need to be more transparent with the fans. And also the players and the coaching staff, if they're, pl- if they're planning on playing it without Donovan, well, they need a freaking game plan without Donovan. Don't change it three hours before. Now all of a sudden we've got to decide how are we going to win the Memphis Grizzlies playoffs, the grittiest team in the round one right now without Donovan. We've got two and a half hours. Let's figure it out. Rudy well, said, rubbish. we all know Rudy takes a nap before every game. I didn't, but I, I'm, <laughs> Rudy, I, for just, some reason I'm it not makes surprised. sense, right? I bet he's a deep. He sleeper. said he did not know Donovan wasn't playing until he woke up from his nap. Right, I like, heard that same interview. And that's your teammate. That's that right. doesn't make any sense to me. And and he didn't seem that surprised either. He was kind of like, well, you know, he play, he plays things down, except for when he's trying to get a foul. But he was <laughs> kind of like, oh, that doesn't surprise me. A very a very good uh, uh, nice resting is a was that nice. good? Rudy is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he just stepped out though. Okay. Um, so why why Donovan? What's the blame there? See, this is where we disagree. Okay, okay. so what you're saying is Donovan would have played if he could have played. Yeah. If they would have allowed him to. Who's they? The the trainers, the medical staff. They're the ones who decide whether he has cleared medical protocol to play the game. Okay, well, what I'm saying is whoever those people are, they need to be uh, liberated to the job force. <laughs> okay, because... They're, they're so concerned about their title and their position in the Jazz Association. They're not worried about the Jazz taking the actual title, and that's the game plan here. It's not for everyone to protect their ass in their position and make sure that they don't get in trouble because they didn't hurt Donovan's ankle anymore. No, the idea of a basketball game is to win, right? And that's what we're trying to do as an association here. So that guy, he's not the right guy for Utah. He needs to go, and he's going to ruin his relationship with Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz is what's going to happen. Now, I, I, here's where we disagree. We, we are doing great so far. Okay. Amen, brother. Amen. Okay. This is where I disagree. Whew. Have you guys ever heard of Michael Jordan? Everyone say yes. Yes. Have you ever heard of Kobe Bryant? Everyone say yes. yes. Have you ever heard of so Dwayne Wade? Yeah. LeBron James? I mean, I could keep going. I could go back for centuries, hundreds of years. It's been written in the Bible. Okay, I don't... If, if, if that physical instructor would have told Kobe Bryant he can't play because he has a twisted ankle, I mean... 2008, Kobe Bryant had back spasms. 2008, he also had a torn ligament in his shooting hand. 2013, a tender tear in his Achilles. 2000, ankle sprain in the NBA Finals. Went on to win it. A broken finger index. Played 38 minutes that night. Okay? That's what champions do. And if Donovan Mitchell doesn't have the mindset to tell the physical instructor to take a hike, I'm here to win a championship, well, then Donovan needs to grow a pair and just say, hey, Listen, I'm sorry. That's not what I signed up for. I know my contract says I have to listen to the liability involved from the physical side of the instructors. That ain't what I'm doing because that's what a champion mindset it will do. It will say, no, I'm going to play ball. So I, I guess I agree with Shaquille O'Neal. Donovan Mitchell is not a superstar until he's willing to freaking step up to the plate. I would really love to know the conversations that were had. Because what, what I know of Donovan and how passionate he is and how much he wants to play and win, at least outwardly to the fans, this is his presence, I would assume that conversation was had and he was fighting for it and he was um, up, extremely upset when he found out he wasn't playing. Was he fighting as hard as the Grizzlies are? 
I, I don't know. Because he would have won I, if he was. I would saying? hope so. Nah, because knowing nah, him wasn't. or knowing what I know of him, I think he fought to play and he wanted to be back for this game. But again, fly on the wall. I wish. Is, but, is, it, is it because he's young? <laughs> because because a, a, a veteran player, a veteran Kobe, a ve- any of these players that want to win more than they want to sit, they wouldn't have taken that. That's just... And, I, and I'm taking a lot of this from Tim Grover's book, Relentless, and he, he was a physical trainer for these athletes. I mean, that so many times, you ask Michael Jordan, there's a 10% chance that you go out in that game and you're never going to play basketball again because you're going to wreck your ankle because the bone will never heal right again. And what does Michael Jordan do? He plays the game. He's got 90% chance. And they say, well, well if there was 10 pills and, and one of them was going to kill you, would you, take all, would you take a pill? He says, yeah, it depends on how bad the headache is or whatever it is. But, <laughs> but that's the champion mindset. You've got to go all in. And I just, I'm just really disappointed in Donovan for not pushing the fact. Uh, we've given him freaking 17 games, for goodness sake. He hasn't even played this year. I, I think Prove the, me wrong. I'm sitting I, at a table right now downtown with a sign that says, prove me wrong. Donovan <laughs> Mitchell could have played last night if he wanted. I think you're right with the biggest issue being the staff, the trainers, the medical, whoever they are, and them being so stubborn and so so tied to their own position right? that right. they don't want to lose their jobs or whatever it is, whatever reason they didn't want him to play. That's the real issue. And also, I think Donovan does not have the clout that those guys have and the ability to persuade a trainer. I think, I think if he approaches them the way Michael Jordan would approach his trainer, oh, they'd he- say, who are you to tell me how to do my job? No, no, I'm not doing that. Whereas if right. it's Michael Jordan or one of these guys saying it, they say, oh, yes, sir. Sorry. I'm going to play the game. You know, no matter how it was approached, if it was identical tones, identical words, Donovan doesn't have that yet. He hasn't proved it in the playoffs to be able to do that and to persuade people. How many? And he's not going to because he's going to sit the whole season on the bench. How how often do people say LeBron, LeBron's coach is meaningless. Whoever, whoever is coaching LeBron has the easiest job in the world. He just has to sit back and take the position and be a face at the head coach's table because LeBron coaches, he does whatever he wants. Mitchell does not have that. And look where it's got the Lakers and look where it's got the Suns because CP3 is coaching that team virtually on the court. I mean, he's making his own plays for that roster and it's got him to the second best seat in the West. And right now they're winning the Lakers. We need it out of Donovan. This if, is why if, if, I if he's don't. He's going to be a superstar. <laughs> I don't think he's earned it yet, though. Is the problem? He so what? So whether how hard out. how hard he tries to do it and to persuade and to push people into his own perspective, he can't because he hasn't earned that yet. So that's why I don't put it on Donovan yet because it, it was out of his control whether whether he has the the clout or the name to to persuade the trainer to say, you know what, you're right, Donovan. I'm, I'm not I'm not pushing you. Go ahead, do what you want. I'm gonna find out who this guy is. <laughs> okay, so if you had to, if you had to pick, are you saying 80 percent is the fault on the physical training staff or, or, or the Jazz organization? I don't know who it is. Okay. Somebody who withheld information. Jazz or, management. Yes, the, the and organization. 20 percent to Donovan. I'll take. Yeah, that's okay. fine. You're wrong. It's the other way around. It's the other <laughs> way around, okay? Because Donovan is the driving factor, and we're going to lose him as a player. If he thinks that this is the way the Jazz run an association, they're too worried about their position, guess what he's going to do? I'm going to go to an organization that wants me to win a title, and he ain't going to want to stay in Utah anymore. I don't want him to stay in Utah. I wouldn't want to play for a team that's like, no, sorry, don't go out and play. We're going to ride this out. We're going to lead everybody on, make them all thinking that you're going to play. We're going to even lead you on. 
and your coach and your teammates and your family. For heaven's sake, just tell us, shoot us straight, Jazz. You got to shoot us straight and Donovan straight. Give the guy a chance. If you're the Jazz, this is the best player you've had in twenty something years. You you treat him the way that he wants to stay. That's exactly right. And what yesterday happened? What happened yesterday is the complete opposite. And guys like him who are good enough to play any on any team in this league are not going to want to stick around if they're treated with with untransparent messages. Absolutely. I- I'm sure that this is going to cause a wedge for Donovan Mitchell. He's going to have a tainted view of the Utah Jazz. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that as far as the management and the way they handled it. He feels ripped off. Dude, bro wanted to play in the game last night. Obviously not bad enough. <laughs> but... If they pulled some contract card bullcrap on him and told him he's got to sit on the bench, not fair to Donovan, not fair to the fans, not fair to the Grizzlies, not fair to anybody. So something's got to change. Do you think Donovan will be back for the Wednesday night game? Um, As we've been sitting here, I had a notification say he is available to play on Wednesday. So yeah, I have no idea. That's the problem. This comes out, the, the, the Utah Jazz have come out and said, yep, Mitchell is off the injury list again. He is available to play, and to me, that means absolutely nothing. I have no idea. And it should, though. I mean, right. in, in times past, with any other player, any other situation, that's an indicator to us, fantastic. Here's our roster. Perfect. Nothing now. It's not that hard. If Donovan Mitchell doesn't play against the Grizzlies, we're not going to the second round as the Utah Jazz. That's, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna we're say. not our best, and we are a, we're right where we were, similar to last year, 6, 7, 8 seed if without Mitchell. Right. If, if the Jazz are going to try to play it safe... They're going to play safely all the way out of the playoffs. Safe for what? Exactly. We're in the playoffs. This is, this is the time. This is it. Play it safe for the first 17 games of his of his injury. That's fine. We didn't talk too much about that. <sighs> Don't play safe now. No. I'm, I'm No time. Praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> One more thing <laughs> okay. before, before we close. 17 games ago, he gets injured, and they say it's, it's, a, a, it's a week, and we'll reevaluate, and we'll, we expect a week. Who's the guy that... that that diagnosed that who made that call who's the guy that made that call and if it still was the correct call who's the guy rehabilitating that ankle because he's doing a poor job as it well. ain't tim grover no hashtag tim grover for life i know who it was he's the brother of the referee last night okay now I'm blaming mauer. Stuff on he's the a refs. mauer yeah that's i can't blame stuff on the refs okay no it was it's our fault the jazz absolutely lost the game. absolutely our fault all right let's make some predictions <laughs> Predict. Will Mitchell play on Wednesday? It has to be yes or no. I'll do the same. Straight straight across. Yes. Uh, no. I'm going to say yes. I think they're taking some heat right now, and they're going to fix it. They damn, uh, they hopefully, damn well better. Hopefully. And they better be sending me and everybody else who was at the arena that night 20% back on our ticket price. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> 20% of our scoring wasn't there, and the performance. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes or no. If Mitchell plays... Or not not yes or no. If Mitchell plays, how big of a rut are we going to be in with, with him on the floor? Because it's been over a month since we've had him. Rust versus rest, right? right. You said it yourself. Can, uh, we, can we beat the Grizzlies with we, Mitchell we, in game one? We still one? lose. Okay. We, we, uh, my, my, we lose Wednesday with or without Mitchell. That's what's going to happen. I think if we lose on Wednesday... We can call it a, a season. Uh, well, well, let's uh, let's start regrouping. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Here we go. I, I, I don't. I, we're not a title team. <laughs> One game, 
<laughs> one game, maybe goose every, Everybody, yeah, maybe I need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> we are still pretty, pretty freaking dope when we play well. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been one game, and this is a hard game to, to watch and to to think about and talk about. Um, it's going to show a ton of character how we come out on Wednesday from all the other guys. We didn't even get a chance to talk about the other guys. What other Hardly guys? At all. They didn't show up. That's how frustrating this is. Clarkson, non-existent. Bogey, 0 for 3 in the first half. That can't happen. No. Stuff yeah. like that can't happen. I'm with you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Wednesday night, baby. Let's do Check this. Check out Jazz Beats. We're going to try to be here after every game um, for more fun and exciting commentary like this. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody.